Blog Talk Radio. Talk Radio, where we talk about all kinds of things like technology, business, politics, and culture. This is Donja Keating. I'm your host, coming to you live from the Seattle area at about 2 p.m. Pacific Time on Thursday, June 25th. Listeners, dial 646-378-0261. We'll patch you in for live on-air questions or comments. You can press 1 on your keypad to let us know you're ready. And uh, we have a chat feature that you uh, can use, but it might work better if you have a, a Blog Talk Radio account. So we've heard some rumors about that. Anyway, it's been about two months since our last show, and I think it's just one of those things where you start off hot and then you realize you can still be relevant without churning and burning every week. Not saying we're not going to come back and do something on a regular basis, but I think it's bottom line is we're just not going to make a big deal about it. So here we are, and we're just going to get on with what we want to talk about today, which is sort of a miniature uh, PSA to bring you forward. And um, I've been following a project for a while. And the other day, it started to roll out in the press and the media. So we're going to do a little public service announcement, like I said before, just to put it on your radar and to do our bit for um, you know, getting the word out there to everybody else. So Brad Smith is, some of you may already know, he's General Counsel and Executive Vice President for Legal and Community Affairs or Corporate Affairs at Microsoft. And he has a blog. I follow it very regularly, and he posted on it exactly one week ago that University of Washington and Tsinghua University in China had announced a groundbreaking partnership. So they're going to establish a new science and technology-focused academic institute. It's called the Global Innovation Exchange, or GIX, and Microsoft is a founding partner. They're providing about $40 million of financial support. Other universities, companies, and research-focused nonprofits are expected to join GIX, and within about a decade, over 3,000 people will be studying in what will be a new custom-built facility in Bellevue Spring District on Seattle's east side. Really, really exciting, groundbreaking, game-changing type of a deal here we're talking about. So um, if you've ever paid a lot of attention to Microsoft beyond the fact that it has software and its leadership changes and, you know, Steve Ballmer and so forth, you'll understand and know that its foundational belief has always been about technology and how it empowers people and organizations to achieve and innovate towards solving some of the world's biggest challenges. So starting next fall, 2016, um, GIX is going to have a 15-month master's degree in technology innovation with an initial uh, cohort of about 30 to 35 students. And I think additional graduate and certificate programs are going to bring together students and professionals and academia, nonprofits, uh, industry or private sector companies, and experts and entrepreneurs from a range of fields. Uh, it's going to be a holistic project-based environment, which is really kind of cool. And they're going to explore the role that science and technology can play in addressing different issues that we have out there, like climate change or energy or uh, healthcare, uh, smart cities, 
poverty, disease, natural disasters. I mean, I think this guy is a limit in terms of, you know, that whole innovative, innovative piece. So I think that they'll just start with that and they'll grow into other topics. And so this also provides, obviously, opportunities to strengthen ties and exchange of ideas between U.S. and China and uh, economic opportunities across the innovation ecosystem. So like we said before, by about 2025, there will be 3,000 learners. Um, They're going to be a part of GIX. It's going to be in a state-of-the-art facility that will feature computing and design labs. There's going to be a prototyping facility and um, collaboration and presentation spaces. All told, I think it's about $2.3 billion uh, of mixed-use development, going to occupy about 100,000 square feet of office space during Phase 1. I think it will grow from there, obviously. And the faculty from the school will come from the University of Washington, from Tsinghua, and also um, eventually from a couple of other international uh, universities the the exchange expects to attract as partners. So that could be really um, phenomenal there. You know, it could be anybody. And this will be the first time. Uh, I got a note here like a hello, make sure you say this. This is going to be the first time a Chinese university has a physical spot in the U.S., which is obviously a pretty big deal too. Then there's the whole reasoning behind all of this. And so this goes back to some of the stuff that I do. Um, and I've worked with Microsoft and Technology Alliance and dozens of other clients and organizations involved in initiatives like these. So the backgrounders are either going to be straightforward or shocking or depressing, depending upon who you are. Um, in the Puget Sound region here, we have Microsoft, Google, Facebook, Amazon. I mean, we could just keep going with a name of uh, innovative IT or STEM-related companies that we've attracted here and that have come here and they've grown over the years. And this making this area easily up at the top uh, tier in terms of technology hubs in the United States. And yet the interesting thing, and we've talked about this on other shows, is that there's only a single, according to most people, a single major research university, which is UW, University of Washington, um, while nearly every other big technology scene in the country has at least two um, major research universities. So we're regularly a part of a conference or a summit or a committee or a board or something where discussion naturally flows to what's considered a weakness. We have a talent gap between those with computer-related degrees, and we have a growing demand for those skills. And there are industry leaders that are in our a lot of our uh, groups, like you know maybe it's Jeff Bezos or it could be um, Bill Gates Sr. or Brad Smith at Microsoft. Uh, you know they feel we're at a competitive disadvantage when it comes to higher education and growing our own talent versus importing it. And in that last piece, importing talent, that's where we are, leader. You know, we we really are good at that. But there are more uh, stakeholders in this region that realize that in order for us to really thrive, we can't import everything. We have to start growing our own talent. So the goal, clearly, with GIX is to try to strengthen that, you know, educational foundation of our high-tech economy. And uh, there was a report out there that we had read. It was by the Washington Student Achievement Council. I think it was from 2013. And it's a state agency focused on education, they said that the state needed to produce more than 2,700 additional bachelor's degrees annually in computer science to meet projected employer demand in the region through 2021. And the University of Washington currently awards about 300 computer science degrees a year. Clearly not sufficient. There's a whole other conversation we've had in the past about the H-1B visas and getting more people and, and, and 
one of the reasons why they're doing that, and there's a lot of pushback from that, and there's some legislation um, that we were talking about before in a prior um, broadcast or podcast. But it's all related to the fact that, you know, we've got one, uh, you know, University of Washington, and we're only pumping out you know, 300 computer science degrees. We also have people, like I mentioned in a prior show, who have children, students that have 4.0 GPAs, and they have done excellently in their high schools and then had an opportunity to go to University of Washington and could not get a seat in their computer science um, degree program because there weren't enough. So that's a serious problem. And uh, Silicon Valley, by comparison, you know, just use them because they're the obvious comparison, they owe their development to places like University of California, Berkeley, and Stanford. So even though we have one of the top computer science programs in the country, it still turns away a significant number of computer science student applicants because it hasn't had enough money to increase capacity. So um, I think it was last week. Was it last week? Let me think about that. Yes, it was. UW also announced that Microsoft was the lead donor. Um, They gave them a $10 million gift for a $110 million effort to build a new 130,000-square-foot computer science building. And this is supposed to allow the university to double the number of degrees it awards annually in the field to 600. So going back to what we said earlier, we need 2,700 a year and we're still, even with this uh, new program, the separate one other than GIX, is still going to only increase the number of degrees that UW can award annually to 600. So still have some work to do. And um, I think GIX and other programs like it are designed to try to, you know, to, to uh, fix that talent gap. So GIX, uh, in terms of background and how it was inspired partly by Cornell Tech, which is also another effort out there to create a major new computer science-focused campus. It's on Roosevelt Island in New York, and that project, which also has its groundbreaking this week, is partnered internationally with uh, Technion Israel Institute of Technology. And in a nod, obviously, to one of the top uh, technical universities in the uh, the country, if not the world, uh, MIT has um, they're the founders of global Innovation Exchange have already started taken to referring to uh, GIX, you know, by its initials, and then they occasionally pronounce it as geek. So that was kind of a little cute thing that they wanted us to include there. You know, geeks rule, yada, yada, yada. Um, in terms of information for you out there, or you want to find out some more about what's going on, there is a website. It is uh, gix.uw.edu. And it will stealth forward you to a URL on University of Washington or UW's website. And then from there, you can see videos. There's some more details about the program and how it came about, uh, information about the project and some of its individuals. There are some brief FAQs there. They're not trying to answer everything, but there's enough information there for you. There are some articles from the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, um, Seattle Times, I think Bloomberg. And there's also like a section that appeals to students and says, you know, if you want to do this, then, you know, contact us and sign up and et cetera. We would love to have you. But there's also a section for university, business, and nonprofit partners. And I know a lot of you out there are in that category. But it's asking you to get involved. And you can send an email to get more information. And that email address is also um, at the website, which I'll give to you again. It's gix.uw.edu. 
which I think is pretty cool. It gives you an opportunity to get involved and figure out, you know, whether you're going to be from the industry sector and you're going to be a part of the projects and identifying problems and working with the students and what you want to solve, or if you're going to be from the nonprofit sector and, you know, like a Gates Foundation or somebody else that's trying to solve another world problem or whatever. So it's really, if you're if you're out there and you're interested, I would, you know, encourage you while they're still trying to put this together to um, to get involved and see if there's a role for you. So, I mean, we are not going to go on forever and ever. I mean, we're we're kind of wrapping up here. We're done for the day. I want to uh, thank you for tuning in. And as you all know, this broadcast will become a podcast shortly here. Uh, we're also on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. You can follow us on Facebook at backslash STR8 Talk Radio. Sammy, Tommy, Roger, the number eight in Talk Radio. Sonia Keating signing off at about, oh, I guess it's about 2.15, 2.20 Pacific Time on Thursday, June 25th. Tomorrow is my sister Alana's birthday, so happy birthday to her. And we will see you next time.